You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. And welcome back to Crunch Time for Honda. Honda's 2017 run-out is on now. And joining us on the line, a victorious pie from last night, Jeremy Howe. Jeremy, good morning to you. What a fantastic night. Must be one of your, your most favourite memories already of, uh, of being a Collingwood player. Yeah, morning, lad. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's definitely uh, good, to, good to wake up on a Saturday morning after an impressive uh, performance at, at Adelaide over last night. The, uh, the boys are on. Um, they set it from the start, and um, yeah, it's good to come away with a win. They really did set it from the start. I mean, what were your own expectations going into the game? What was... Uh, was there anything different in the way Nathan had approached the week? Obviously, travelling to Adelaide is always tough, but you have been a good travelling side. So what was your thoughts going in? Yeah, I think um, we kind of set it up uh, probably the way that we started even last week. We you know, we were trying to base our game off the strong defensive side of the game. Uh, and to the boys' credit, I think, um, even especially, like young James H probably set the tone for us earlier, a couple of big tackles, and we, we scored on the back of them. And, you know, coming up against Adelaide, they're they're an impressive side and they move the ball extremely well. So, you know, the weather clearly clearly played into a little bit. It was going to slow them down initially, but um, the guys who applied a mass pressure on them and managed to slow them up was, was super impressive. Jeremy Dermott here. Congratulations. It was just a stunning win by the club. I know you go to every game as league players and you believe, and you believe you can win. As you were going into the ground, did you believe you'd win by eight goals? Uh, oh, yeah, I don't think we'll ever, you know, I think going away, travelling away and playing Adelaide, I don't think you're going to plan on putting them away by eight goals. But, um, you know, we were confident going in that it was going to be a hot contest and uh, we felt like if we could win it on the inside and um, get it four, we definitely were a big show. And, you know, the boys were confident going in, so it was obviously great to get the result um, that we did. Now, so many people view and analyse the game and, and sometimes we make too much of, of tactics, but... I thought Nathan's pre-planning against the Crows was just superb last night to come up to the the half-backs and pressure in their face, force them to try and bite off kicks inside and and then be within teasing striking distance to pick those footies off rather than just set up 50 metres down the line. I thought that just that a little tactic like that was superb and, and worked brilliantly. Yeah, it was, it was huge, I think. Um Credit to the to the Oppo guys coming in that you know we we found out how well we worked out how they wanted to move the ball and um, you know the forwards were going to be crucial on applying pressure and we knew Adelaide were going to stick to their stick to their game plan and continually try and plug it through and um, the mids were mids were super and the backs were were positioning themselves aggressively we tried to make the ground as small as possible and make them kick through 18 of us and I think we did that for the majority of the night and um, it ended up coming off so it worked well. Jeremy, Bob Murphy here. Again, well done on last night. Where, where does that win rate for you in terms of your career? I mean, you, you, you've had a hard time, uh, not a lot of success at Melbourne, come across to Collingwood and also, a few, you know, some, some tough times as well. Where does it rate for you on a personal level? 
It has to be, yeah, it has to be right up there. Even, um, you know, chatting with blokes like Steele and Pendles, they, they had it up there with one of the better wins they've had in the, you know, the last three, four years. But for me personally, I'd have it in, it has to be in the top three at least because, you know, I've been starving a few wins, as you know. But, um, look, to get, a, to get a win against, you know, the previous year's grand finalists was um, was massive and um, it does does wonders for the confidence of the group. And the belief building, you know, we've got a, we've got a good game plan in, in um, and to get the job done away always helps. And uh, and after the game, the the boys came together to sing the song. And what's becoming a bit of a trend in the AFL now, the entire footy department came together and and sang the song together. Uh, whose yeah. idea was that? There was there was a whisper that it was the skipper Scott Pendlebury. Can you confirm that for me? Yeah, I can confirm. Skipper was pretty keen to get everyone involved, and it was great. Um, you know, it was obviously great seeing the doggies doing and. Oh, for us, it's like a one-in-all-in mentality, all the work that goes in, especially the staff and uh, the coaches. And, you know, it's great on the away games. Everyone gets together and, um, you know, it was a really good feeling. And, you know, it was just great to share that with, with everyone that was there. So, um, you know, they put in just as much work as what we do. So um, to share the moment, sing the song together was great. And what about the backline chemistry, mate? The Crows is a celebrated forward line, the, the best attacking side last year. And, and you were part of a backline last night that completely dismantled them. How did you go about that? Yeah, look, they've obviously got, you know, a star-studded forward line. Um, we've got some, some really good bigs, and then their smalls are crafty as well. And, you know, we tried to tried to back our system in. I thought Dunny and Shaz were really great on, on Tex and Jenkins, getting the job done there. And then it was pretty much up to us, other five, um, to kind of flip around and, and play multiple roles. And I think we feel like a strength of ours is our versatility down back, and we use that to our strengths and, you know, having the likes of Murray and Christy and that running off always helps and that's added another string to the back line bow. Jeremy, the use of handball defied the rain in the lead up to the game. What was it a was it a preordained plan that you were going to play like that? And was there any thought with the weather the way that it closed in that it mightn't be the go? Yeah, look, I think we didn't go into the plan uh, into the game planning on uh, being handball happy, but um to the boys' credit, I thought the guys inside um, were extremely clean, given the conditions were, were slippery. Um, and there was probably the difference in the end. The inside mids and high backs, high forwards were super clean. Ground balls were... Uh, we went into the game, wanted to get a, in the positives in the ground ball differential, and we managed to do that. Um, take territory when we've given, but um, we got a little bit handball-happy at times, but I think we played the percentages pretty well for the majority of the night. Can I ask you, have you played on, trained on, Marked or stood next to whatever you want to call it, Jaden Stevenson at training, and if so, what problems does he throw at you? <laughs> I have. Um, I don't put my hand up too many times. I normally hand him over to someone who's a bit quicker than me, but um, <laughs> he's constantly on the move, and I think that's that's what you need to be a dangerous forward. Um, and he's, you can tell that his, his speed is elite, and um, he just provides something different. Like he, his, his defensive pressure is super. But, um, you know, you don't want to let him go aside because you're not going to catch him. And um, He's a classy young player, so give him, give him five kicks, he's probably going to kick at least four. So he's a good addition in the forward line. The boys love playing with him, um, provides plenty of energy. I noticed last year, I watched him at TAC, and he, the game I saw him with the naked eye, he was playing on the wing, and he was able to run at the ball coming towards him with his back to goals, and no matter who was chasing him, he could do a U-turn and burn them off. He is seriously fast on the turn as well, which suggests he can play as a forward. He is. His agility is outstanding, and, um, you know, we, we pump him up to make sure he uses that. Clearly, it's a big strength, and, and to continually back him in. He uses it offensively, but also he's chasing. 
second to none. So he's a good addition. And like I said, yeah, the boys love playing with him. So hopefully he just continues to build. There's some good ruckmen in the comp at the moment, but I, but I really do believe that Brody Grundy is right now the number one ruckman in the comp. His ability to go from the hit out that he's contesting to being scrambling on the ground for it and winning it at 204 centimetres, it's it's an extraordinary feat. He is, his form is out of this world at this moment. Yeah, and to his credit, you know, I've said it before, he worked harder than, than anyone I've ever seen, and it's, um, you know, his natural progression is continually getting better and better. And, um, you know, it's no surprise he's playing the footy he is. But like you said, I think his hit-out stuff and his ruck craft is, is super. But it's his follow-up, um, his pressure to apply on opposition mid. So they get a... You might get half a hand on him um, to get a scrappy, scra- scrappy clearance. But then his work rate around the ground is something that's just continually grown. And, you know, there's no, there's no surprise why he's, you know, averaging mid to high 20s and... Um, he's hit out to super, so we love the way he's going about it. He's definitely giving our mids first service, but um, also providing plenty around the ground. Jeremy, a bit been made about more selfless roles at Collingwood. We saw Pendles last week become a run-with player. You seem to be playing a more one-on-one defensive role, which might be costing you in terms of intercept marks and the spectacular, but it, it's clearly a role that Nathan needs you to play. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we've had a, a clear focus of, you know, really driving that selfless attitude. And I think it's it's standing out, um, regardless of who the player is and what role they need to be played, both tipping in. And I think, you know, we're getting the results that um, that would show that, you know, to, to Pendle's credit, like he's, <laughs> you know, he asked him to go and stand on Crip last week. He, he does it this week. You know, last couple of weeks, side he's been a real accountable uh, defensive mid, but then also, you know, clearly his offense is shining. So, um, you know, it's you know, multiple blokes are getting different roles each week, but um, continually standing up and getting the job done, which is impressive. And after all the public scrutiny on Bucks last year in particular, and probably the whole time he's been coaching, to, for the players to repay him to a degree with a performance like that must be particularly satisfying. Yeah, I think you know, it's, just, it's great. You know, Bucks is, I'll, I'll continue to say, he's been super for the group. And uh, for us to implement, you know, his game plan and um, buy into, you know, that for at least four, you know, three and a half quarters last night was super. And um, I think if we can impose, it, you know, our game style on the opposition for long enough, I think we're going to match it with most teams. And last night, was that's why I was super impressive against a, a really good side. And we're going to have to continually bring that. And um, we're looking forward to Anzac Day in 12 days' time. What was the talk around the player group after the injuries at training on Wednesday night when you lose two players to hamstrings in the final training session? Yeah, well, you know, we got we got word of it reasonably late, but it's not ideal. You clearly want, you know, everyone who's available, you want them to be able to play. But for those guys to go down with minor hamstrings is not, not ideal. But, you know, at the same time, our, our team this week compared to last week, it was one change in the end. It was ended up being to go in for, for Tay Adams out. Did it cause... Yeah, did it cause any talk around the number of injuries you've had over a period of time and the training facility? No, nah, it didn't. Like we, it's just one of those things that you know you can't really can't really focus on too much. Um, you know, the playing group was focused on just getting the job done this week. We don't. It's like if someone goes down with a hammy, someone's got to step up. But um, yeah, there's no murmurs in that going around the club as to reason. But um, yeah, we just focus on getting the job done on the weekend. Essendon coming up. 10 days is probably the perfect break. 12 days is pretty long. Will you? What, what's the format between now and then? Will you have a real hard <laughs> hit out in between? What, what have they laid out for you guys? 
Yeah, look, I think because um, it's such a it's a strange setup having so long off before the game, but um, I think we'll structure it up. We'll have probably two uh, pretty solid main trainings, I imagine, and then I think we'll have um, probably three three days off separated um, apart in between training runs as well. So um, they'll keep it they'll keep it you know reasonably solid. We'll get some solid hit outs, but also you know you got to keep um, the boys refreshed and get a couple of days off in there as well. So. Um, you know, I think the boys will enjoy it. Um, rest up. That's why it was good to see the boys run out uh, the game last night and then uh, get ready for Wednesday week. Jeremy, congratulations again on last <laughs> night. Uh, enjoy the flight back and uh, looking back on the win last night, uh, enjoy your break. But don't get too one-on-one. We, we still want to see you take a few hangers <laughs> as the year goes on, all right? I'll save it for Anzac Day, boys. No worries. Good on you. Jer- <laughs> Jeremy Howe yeah. joining us here on Crunch Time. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.